Jeannie Flavelle's Hot Commodity Podcast Series. Empowering clients with commercial intelligence, supply chain expertise, and risk management solutions. Good afternoon, everybody. Happy Friday. My name's Eric Thornton, Commodity Specialist here at Bikini Fabel, and today is Friday, February 23rd, 2024, the last Friday of February already, hard to believe. And welcome to our Hot Commodity Podcast. Uh, with me today is our very own Vice President at McKinney Flavel, Craig Ruffalo, and we're here to talk to you about the colloquium. Craig, how are you today? Hey, happy Friday, Eric, and to everyone out there. I'm sure people are packing up, and remember, you're not going north, you're going south. We're going uh, south. F- for the colloquium, and it is the, this time of year. It, it's 28 of these uh, that in my career, Eric, uh, I've missed only two, uh, with the births of my children. So good, good excuses uh, there. Yep. Yeah. Excuses. And, and so, you know, it's one of those things where when you're a veteran of this, you kind of know what to prepare for. And, you know, it's interesting for me is to see everybody that's excited to go, uh, and watch what their thoughts surrounding this particular event will be. And, I'm sure like you, you've had a bunch of people calling uh, ahead of time. To, what are we going to hear? What are we going to see exactly. at this event? Exactly. Yeah, certainly been a uh, pretentious lead up to colloquium here. Uh, and obviously, before we get into the, the details, just want to get a quick call out real fast about our spring seminar coming oh, up yeah. here on April 17th, Oakbrook, Illinois, where we always uh, have it. So make sure... Folks are registering. Uh, you can do that available on our website. Are you trying to tell me people haven't registered for that? That's like the, the event of the year. Plenty of people will sign their seats already and, and get in there, but we want to make sure people don't miss this year because our theme is movers and shakers. And we're going to yes. be going over our typical commodities, but really highlighting how powerful and influential forces like technology sustainability, AI, how that is all going to be impactful uh, as we look forward. So really, don't miss it. I agree. Register at www.mckinney-flavel.com. I mean, if you're not already signed up, shame on you, because you're going to miss an unbelievably great event. But I know most of you out there that listen to us know that it is an unbelievably good seminar, and you've probably already registered. Exactly. And and of course, we're going to remind those folks down in Florida at the colloquium. Um, That's right. And like you said, Craig, 26 out of 20 years in attendance for you. Every colloquium, I'd say, has its own different nuances and feel. True. Or, you know, what people could expect. So as we sit here, you know, the day prior for, for some and, you know, as things get going, what's kind of... Uh, some of the things you're seeing or maybe a couple pointers for for our listening community to, to take note of for this year's colloquium. Oh, yeah. Well, as, as all of us um, are trying to figure out the, I would say, direction of where things are headed as far as the sweetener community at large, the number one, two, and three thing that I, I believe we have to recognize is that things in general, as far as contracting and negotiations, seem to be happening earlier and earlier in a calendar mm-hmm. year for a following calendar year contract. And I would say that in the uh, case of sugar, uh, that certainly seemingly is going to be a theme again this year. I, I would say the sellers have become very active and, and uh, I anticipate that we're going to have some pretty heavy discussions between buyer and seller as far as 2025 goes for sugar. I would say that's your number one comment. 
Uh, second theme is going to be sustainability. I think there's going to be discussions surrounding some suppliers, what they're doing surrounding sustainability, uh, you know, whether that's regenerative agriculture being tied into their processing plant uh, or there's something specific at the plant on their energy. Uh, those are going to be themed discussions uh, that are going to be populating up, I think. And then third in the corn milling sector is going to be, well, what's going to happen in the corn market? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are we going to do on some of the things uh, as far as demand for end product? Is that going to maximize corn grind or not? And th- th- I think those would be your main three themes, if you will, going into the colloquium that I could see as, as you look backwards uh, that what was discussed. How about you? What I mean, you know, you're in this game too, and you've sure. been doing this for a while now. I, your customers that you talk to, what what's kind of some of the things that they're preparing for? Sure. Yeah, I think definitely, you know, folks are are a little bit on the edge of their seat. It seems this year, similar to last year, where you know we saw fairly early negotiation season take place. I would say the some of the narrative, or at least some of the the pace of conversations, to your point, or you know, where folks maybe are at on 2025 is is a little bit ahead versus obviously where we were, you know, three, four years ago when it was normal to be talking about sugar for the following calendar year and, you know, June, July, August. We've obviously changed that game up quite a bit. And I also, you know, getting the sense that, you know, folks aren't too bearish at least. and, And I'd say we aren't really bearish either when looking at the 11 or 16, at least for these next uh, two to three months and probably, you know, really pushing out into the second half of next year before maybe we can see opportunities for, you know, the 11 to test 20 cents or sub 20 cents a pound. So it seems as though, you know, folks maybe trying to hold out for better world or better number 16 prices might be challenged uh, at least to do that within the first half of the year. So, you know, definitely getting the sense that buyers are, are a little nervous again, just, just my pulse on the market. But certainly I'll also say many of the buyers that, that do manage the sugar book for their organization also uh, manage the corn sweetener portfolio. Yeah. And I think if, you know, buyers took what they saw last year of, you know, really being patient there, waiting things out, letting, letting, you know, some of the negotiations be a little more lengthier. You know, we obviously saw that, you know, processing fees and, and flat price offers for those products came lower. So, you know, obviously sugar is a little bit different, but, you know, maybe if folks can implore some of that patience, it, it could pay off. But uh, I think what your first kind of watch out was in our top three things to lead off the conversation, you know, certainly talks have been active and, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe we see more, you know, handshake deals potentially at this colloquium. So that's that's what I'm seeing. Uh, certainly, I think everybody's having a, it's a top line discussion. It, you know, it's center of the plate, as they say. It's what's laser focus has been uh, for this particular conference is going to be the price of sugar and where things are going for 2025. Uh, you know, the benchmark has got to be last year uh, and how sure. the environment uh, shifted from, as you mentioned, the summer to the to the colloquium as far as true up negotiation. Um, when you ever have an active market such as this, it's you tend to have question whether or not this is real. Right. I, I would say that the activity level is real. I mean, the engagement between the buy sell uh, has commenced. 
in real terms. It's not just a fishing exercise by the buying community just to kind of get the uh, lay of the land. And it's certainly not just an arbitrary push by the sellers to try to artificially create the beginnings of a negotiation. It is it is on, uh, as they say. It is and I, it'll be very curious as to whether or not by the end of the colloquium, do we have the same feeling that we walked away with last year where right. there was actual physical contracting being done? Uh, that's yet to be determined. But certainly I suspect that most of the buying community now, whether they believed it or not going into this uh, the last week or so, have now probably said, well, maybe I need to have a little more heart-to-heart conversation with our suppliers, and I'll have to do that at the colloquium. I wasn't going to do that. That wasn't my plan originally, but I don't think I can avoid that conversation anymore. And I think that's going to be where I, I would say the little bit of the difference between last year and this year was I don't think anybody was prepped right. uh, to getting into the actual conversation about pricing uh, and the speculation of was this really happening was the takeaway from last year. And I think this year walking into this, uh, people have to have eyes wide open that this is actually happening. Uh, there's not, there's no question in my mind that the, the sellers are uh, out there being very active with their communication with their customer base. So uh, I, I would ask people to be prepped, be ready. Uh, have your, have your, I'll say, uh, official shoes on, mm-hmm. um, as far as what your intent will be, uh, when you're there doesn't mean you have to commit to anything. It just means you have to be prepped on both sides of the, exactly. of the negotiation, by the way. Right. Uh, and I think the corner milling industry, Eric is, is oddly enough, I think they're going to be somewhat in conversation. I don't think they're just going to be on the sidelines, just, you know, being a casual observer. I think the two things that I would be interested if I was in those conversations is one, I, I would like to, to discuss a little bit about the demand pull. Are we, how confident are we in, in product demand? Right. Uh, and are we going to pull what we suggest? I think if I'm a seller, I'm going to be asking those questions because we've seen earnings reports come out recently and there's a, been a ton of articles that the retailers are now starting to see consumer pushback. Right. And they themselves are starting to say, hey, no more of this price increase stuff, guys, on, on the CPG side. So is product demand real? Um, that, you know, are you going to take your contracted volumes, one? And two, I think the those that are involved with formula pricing are going to have some discussions surrounding a couple of elements. Corn market aside, because you can all talk that, it's going to be co-product values and, and certainly uh, net corn costs. I, I will be interested to see if that comes up. I don't know how much of conversation it'll be, but I, I anticipate there will be some discussions between the wet millers and the end users uh, in this particular environment that was more real than just kind of, hey, uh, you know, we'll, we'll work on that over the next few months. I think there's going to be some real conversations surrounding that as well. That'd be the other main takeaway. Certainly, certainly. Yeah. And we obviously saw in sugar, there was a, a significant amount of carry coming into 2024 yes. from last year, 23. So obviously, you know, multiple factors uh, contributing to that people, you know, tough to pin down what you're going to, what your needs will be when you're, when you're contracting, you know, 10 to 18 months ahead of time uh, before the calendar year and your delivery period, you know, yeah. certainly, like you said, there has been some demand erosion and, and some, uh, segments of our industry, you know, chocolate for one, really struggling yes. there. Uh, and then also maybe um, something just to consider long-term and something I highlighted on wheat with, uh, you know, some of the food demand adjustment lower on wheat 
you know, surprisingly was 10 million bushels this past WASDE report, you know, that usually never happens. Right. Um, it's mostly just a category that follows population growth. So generally you're talking trend line one, 2 million bushel increases every year. But we saw the, uh, the lowest Q4 flower grind data or number, one of the lowest in the last 50 years. So we saw wow. that, that slashed and, you know, maybe something that we've been starting to think about in our office and we're doing some research on this is just weight loss drugs. So Ozempic and I know yeah, there's another one out up. there, obviously. Yeah. So whether this is maybe a a trend, sort of like a diet uh, fad that comes in and out, or maybe the you know medication really is uh, leading to some shrink out there in, in, in demand for food. So well, we certainly have to keep your eye on that. You know, obviously, segued a little bit away from it, but it is something we're watching because uh, I I do think it's maybe an underlying or a potential decrease to demand that isn't being talked about so far. There's absolutely no question that you can't dismiss changes in dietary habits as a component of this. And however, that is being resulted as a percent of the total, as far as what's changed dietary habits, I, you know, you can't put a pin and tail on a donkey yet because it's right. new in this case on dietary drugs, but it certainly can't be ignored. It's had enough public uh, exposure in the advertisements of this during sporting events or otherwise that you're going to now find people are going to start trying it, try to curb some of this uh, obesity uh, yep. epidemic that has you know plagued North America, not just the United States uh, for some time now. Ultimately, Eric, I think the, the thing that we want people to do is recognize that based upon some of your own histories out there and your attendance of this colloquium, there has been a tendency at times at certain events to allow yourself to have just a, a thank you for doing business and some top line conversations surrounding big picture stuff. I think this is going to be a more work session yep, right. colloquium than maybe some of the previous ones. So I think people ought to just be prepared as they're walking into this uh, that they're, they're, they're still going to have an opportunity to thank each other for doing business and some of the big picture things, but be mindful that this is going to have a little more realism uh, as far as a, as a work work business trip. Yep, yep. Pack your sunscreen. Obviously, yep. it's going to be bright and sunny, <laughs> but also pack your uh, your preparedness and That's make exactly sure. That's exactly right. Uh, at this point, hopefully, leadership at your your company is is aware of the current situation or the current market and you know, maybe some of your talking points headed into the event and obviously, you know, quickly post colloquium, hopefully folks are keeping leadership informed. Yeah. And make sure you thank your McKinney Favelle rep for all the efforts that they're giving you. <laughs> I, as, a, as a joke, I'm kidding. Um, we look forward to the opportunity to visit with all of you down there. If we haven't had a specific meeting event already scheduled, feel free to run around and try to find us. Uh, there's going to be plenty of us down there. Uh, we'd love to have the opportunity to visit with you, those that we haven't put something together on the schedule. Uh, and then I am going to present on Monday at 11 o'clock. For those yep. that don't already have a, a previous engagement, if they have the time, feel free to stop in and take a look at what we have to say on the Cornlet milling side and shipper side. Perfect. I won't miss it, and I'm sure a lot of folks won't miss it. But, yeah, I agree. I think we covered uh, all the ins and outs for Colloquium. Everybody's safe travels down, and, and yes. we'll wrap up this week for uh, this commodity podcast. Obviously, thanks, everybody, for listening in. 
Uh, as Mike always says, our fearless leader, live with an attitude of gratitude, enjoy every moment. And until next time, take care, everybody. Have a great weekend, everybody. Take care. Bye-bye. That concludes this podcast episode. For expanded commentary and more detailed information, log on to McKinney Favelle's IQ Ingredient Intelligence Platform and listen to our Market Insights podcast. If you're not a subscriber, visit bikini-favel.com for more information. And as always, follow us on YouTube, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter.